Care isn't just a career, it's a calling. You might have heard that call, you may have even answered it. But answering the call doesn't mean you won't have questions. That's where the Care Is Calling podcast comes in. Proudly brought to you by Estia Health, Care Is Calling is here to call out those big questions, those myths and the misconceptions that surround the aged care industry today by having real conversations with Estia Health employees who are making a real difference. Alongside the Estia Health team and even some residents, we're going to uncover more about what work and life is like when a career in aged care with Estia Health comes calling. So if you're ready to answer the call to care, you're in the right place. It's a family in aged care. Take care of them at the end of their day. To look at the person, not just as a person, but as a whole. It's a rewarding career. It makes me feel proud of what I do. Hi, everyone, and welcome to today's very special episode of Care is Calling, brought to you by Estia Health. I'm your host, M. Paulo. Today, we're going to do something a little bit different. Sometimes it's nice to just sit back and have a chat, so that's exactly what we're going to do. Let's call it a caring conversation. And joining me are two very special guests. We have Tracy, who makes a difference each day as a personal care attendant at Estia Health. And we're also joined by Iris, who's one of the lovely residents here at Estia Health. Thank you so much for both joining me today. How are we feeling? Good, thanks. I'm well, thanks. One thing that people at home don't know is either of you, and I know you're familiar to each other, but I'm interested um, to start with Tracy, and then we'll come back to you, Iris. Tracy, can you tell us a bit more about, did you always see yourself in a caring role? No, not really. I came from an admin finance background five years ago and just decided I needed to change and I just wanted to help people. And for some reason, aged care came up and I just did a course in it and started five years ago. Fantastic. So you've been here five beautiful years at SDA Health and maybe hold it there because I'm going to bring Iris into the conversation now. Iris, how long have you been here at SDA Health? Uh, this is my fifth year. Your fifth year. I'm sure we'd all love to know about the years maybe that have come before 2020 years. Can you paint us a bit of a picture? Before I came, the years before that, I lived at Abervale Village and I was there for over 30 years. So before that, I'd been in business with my husband. And You've been a businesswoman in your lifetime? Yes. It's a big part of your story yes. with your I husband? I started off nursing in my youth and then married, had four children, and then when they were a bit older, I joined my husband in the building construction business as his secretary. And then we went on from there when the... Um, Financial situation changed and we had four children ready to go to university. So we had to find an income. So we bought land outside Belmont, built a motel and caravan park. And my husband uh, then got a job at Deakin University as a supervisor, building supervisor. And I learned how to run a motel in the caravan park. <laughs> I love this story. Cook early breakfast. <laughs> and um, later on we decided to serve evening meals, which was very difficult because you're very tired by the end of the day. So anyway. You kept very busy. Our sons, one, two of them did engineering, one did medicine and my daughter did um, childcare. So in due time, they were all educated and we retired. 
must be very proud of the family and the life yes, you have. Yes, I am. They're very good to me. Very good to me. Very good to you. Well, maybe we'll bring, now that we've heard this beautiful story about your both of your backgrounds coming together, when did your paths cross here? Do you remember? I probably only met Iris only maybe four months ago. Yeah, great. Here's we a great, in, great place to start. Yeah, I was actually taking the breakfast tray into Iris. Yeah. And I think you might have been doing a cross-stitch or something at the time as well. So <laughs> <laughs> that's the first time that I met Iris. Wonderful. How would you summarise what a carer does for you, Iris? Well, it depends on what stage of need you're in, doesn't it? It does. And I'm very fortunate in that I'm still able to care for myself. I shower and dress myself. I make my bed. I do all that. I change it once a week. I'm just like I'm on staff. Somebody, I, I was. I heard that you're so independent. You cook. You even cook for yourself some days. Yes, I have weekends and Wednesdays. I go out with my son for lunch. Which I love hearing this because it busts some myths, don't you think, that that are out there about what it's like as a resident? Of course. Of course. Tell me about that. How do you feel about that? (laughs) Well, I found the staff so helpful, pleasant, and they've had no real issues. We have a, as it's just normal, to have a difference of opinion now and again, but sensible. And so far I've not had any real heavy stuff to deal with and I find they're very kind and caring and they leave me alone when I insist on it. <laughs> <laughs> and something tells me she insists on it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, it's it's how I want to do my thing at the moment. It could change when I get older. Of course. More needful, but for the moment it's fine. I like your style, Iris. Um, and for you, Tracy, what are some of the activities that you enjoy the most with the residents? They do things like bingo, knitting, chair dancing, chair yoga, craft activities. So there's all different things. But when they're in the area that I'm working, we do get to join in as well. So especially with somebody who's not able to put their numbers on the bingo, we can help with that and things like that. So we do get a chance to help out as well with the activities. So, yeah. Incredible. I was looking on the Instagram of Estia Health and there was dogs and activities and memory games. I was like, I don't want to come in here. This sounds like a lot of fun. (laughs) Because like you said, Iris, you can choose to do what you want Mm, when you want. And you can be there when they need it. When they need it. When they're not. What about for you, Iris? What's been some of your favourite times here at Estia Health? Well, we have a, a, a knitting group each Monday, and we have a lovely friendship between the ones that have a similar interest. And we've been working basically for a local charity called Geelong Mums, which I knit long strips about so wide, four or five of them, the length of a bed, and sew them together and crochet around them, and it makes a, a very warm rug for the women who have to leave home and live in the car for a while or something like that. And that's that's been a great interest and the craft group has helped with that in making those strips. Yes. It sounds like you're still making a difference, Iris, in people's lives. I hope so. 
does it feel like you're making a difference through what you love doing? Yes. I, th- I think it's important to be cheerful and positive for the people who may be feeling a bit negative. If we're all negative, we're all in a mess, aren't we? But a cheerful attitude helps others to improve. As we get older, you want to hear these words. What, what advice would you give to somebody who's just moving into being here at SDA Health even? Uh, well, I can't tell you what other people did, but I know what I did, and that's to do what I want to do that I never had time to do out there when I was working. And if I don't do it now, it'll be too late. And you can respect that, can't you, Tracy? I can. You can. Why so? Why do you love hearing that? It's just positive to hear it and the fact that staff actually do give you the ability to be able to do that as well. Yes. Um, And you are helping other people with making the rugs for the homeless mums. You're helping people, which you're still giving to the community and I think that's just wonderful. What does it mean to you to be able to connect with the residents? Can you think of maybe one story of resident that you're there for? You're kind of there for all of them each day, just for the little things as well. Some residents have different needs. It might be just a small need that they have, just helping them to put their shoes and socks on. Where other residents need a lot of need, a lot of care. You might be doing everything from showering to feeding, um, assisting them with everything. So I think it's just a matter of respecting each resident's needs. And what is a better life than to be respected? Yeah. A beautiful uh, service you give to the world, especially through SDA Health. One of the things we're doing in this podcast is busting myths about what it's like to work in aged care. But Iris, I'd be keen to hear your take on what it's like to live in an SDA Health home. Since moving here, how's it been with your family? Tell us a bit more about that. It has given them great peace of mind. I have a son who looks after me locally. The other one's in Melbourne, the other one's in West Australia. Ross, who lives locally, he rests at night knowing that I have the best care possible, I think. A fortnight before I came in here when I was testing a local residential place and I didn't like it. I won't say more than that. That's not where I was going. So I came here originally to try it out and I never left. (laughs) Fantastic. Tell me, at this point in the episode, before we wrap up, we usually ask one last simple question from you both and it's simply... For you, Tracy, why do you care? And for you, Iris, um, what does care look like to you? Um, so, Tracy, I think just at the end of the day, it's the satisfaction of actually helping somebody, being able to perhaps um, improve their quality of life, even if it's just in a small way, um, and just even change their everyday needs. What a beautiful service you give to the world, Tracy. You do, and you do it well. And for you, Iris, what does care look like for you? Looks like Tracy. <laughs> no, they're, they're very caring. They're, they're cheerful. They're helpful. They're kind. I have no problems with them. Fantastic. Kindness and care. Beautiful attributes for people here at Estia House. Can I just say thank you to you both? It's been wonderful to hear just a snippet of your wisdom, your role, your time here at Estia Health. I just want to say thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to Carrie's Calling for Another Week, brought to you by Estia Health. 
Before we get out of here and give the world a little extra care, we would love for you to hit subscribe and leave us a review. That way, more people can find us and listen and maybe get a little help answering their own care calling. If you'd like to answer your own care calling, head to sdhealth.com.au forward slash careers to see which positions are available for your next career move. We'll also recommend signing up to the SD Health job mail subscription at the link in this episode's description so you can be the first to know when any new opportunities to care come calling. We'll see you next time. And until then, remember to take care, show care and share in everything that's special about care. Estia House and the production team would like to acknowledge and thank the Boonarong and Wawandari people of the Kulin Nation and the Bidigal, the Birabirigal and the Gadigal people of the Inora Nation, upon whose land this podcast series was produced. We pay respects to their elders and recognise that sovereignty was never ceded.